Hey, hey, habit thrivers. If you're ready to rock your next chapter, this is your place. It's time to live your most fit, fearless, and fabulous life. I believe that our daily habits and routines set the foundation for achieving our dream lives and help us find more passion and clarity with less doubt and uncertainty. So let's get cozy. Grab your planner and your favorite beverage and come along with me on this journey of reclaiming your passions and finding new ones along the way. Hey there, Habit Thrivers. You are listening to episode number 33 of your Habit Thrive podcast. And if you're listening in the month of February, we are talking all things heart this month whole heart living to be exact and for today the easiest and most accessible technique for whole heart living yes i'm going to say it it is your breath and we are going to be exploring the breath for the month of february during each episode but before we explore one of my favorite breath techniques or as my favorite breathing guru donna fari says a breath inquiry, I wanted to follow up on a question that I asked you last week in episode number 32. What does whole heart living mean to you? So when I asked you this last week, I thought about this as I was, of course, reviewing it for myself. And and when I am speaking to particular topics during each podcast episode, my brain just percolates every day, the whole week actually, around our topic. So I thought about this. That question really depends on what's going on for you right here, right now, with your health, your relationships, your goals, your passions, and your dreams. So right now, you could be ultra-focused on your physical heart. And as women, we should be. Not to be a downer right at the beginning of this podcast episode, but heart disease is the number one cause of death for women, whether you're in Canada, in the States, or numerous other countries in the world. So heart health, particularly postmenopause, should be a focus. I'm going to say a focus, but not a fear. Fear is constricting, it's tightening, and curiosity, and you know I love that word because I use the word curious and curiosity quite often in these podcast episodes, but curiosity makes me think about expansion and opening, just what the doctor ordered. And the more we talk about our heart health as women, the more we educate ourselves, and the more we learn about different techniques, how we can care for our heart, how we can heal our heart, how we can strengthen our heart, the better. Now, if heart disease is part of your family history, like it is part of mine, you actually have more of a reason to know your numbers and know your baselines and everything around your physical heart. So on that note, in this last year, actually, I've had a stress test. I've had an echocardiogram due to my family history, my father having had a heart attack in his 50s and other family members on my dad's side dying of heart disease. So it is, again, not a fear, but a preventative action, let's say, from my standpoint. 
So right now, you could be dealing with a heart issue yourself or with a loved one, and so the physical heart is front and center for you. I just want to say to reach out for support from family and friends and from community hospital-based cardiac rehab programs. They often take a wholehearted approach to helping you and your loved ones heal. So secondly, I'm going to talk about the emotional heart. Secondly, not because it is second in importance, but just how I'm kind of dividing up this episode. And in fact, I don't see the physical and emotional heart as being separate. But sometimes in the techniques that I suggest for clients or the techniques that I use for myself, I do find it helpful to know, am I approaching this more from a a physical heart, blood pressure, um, heart rate perspective, or am I looking at this from more of a emotional softness and healing? Now you know I'm going to say it, that the breath connects both of these particular parts of our heart, but again, it's just interesting and curious to know your approach. So on that note right now, you could be feeling your emotional heart. You could be dealing with the loss of a loved one and feeling heart heavy. This is a feeling that I've had where I just feel so heavy, like a huge black heavy cloak is over my shoulders and I can't just lift up. I can't lift my heart up. It feels heavy and constricted and like I'm reaching for my breath, like I just can't take a deep breath. So for you right now, it could be the loss of a relationship or you're grieving the loss of anything really that has your heart feeling heavy. And so big hugs and just acknowledge that. And so from our physical heart to our emotional heart. Now thirdly, I'm going to bring us up a little bit. So more on an upbeat note, okay, I'm going to talk about your future me heart. In this particular chapter, you may have more freedom or just a different kind of freedom. You might be looking for more passion or new passions, or you might be figuring out how to find your purpose, to live your purpose what you have been put on this earth to do. You could be searching for more happiness and more joy in this next chapter. You could be saying, bring it all on. Let's go. And here's the thing. You could be focusing on all three right now. Strengthening your physical heart, healing your emotional heart, and filling your future me heart. And at different times of our lives and situations, we are pouring perhaps more into one heart more than the other, but really it just all blends together and combines to help us live a life of wholehearted living. That's my story anyways, and I'm sticking with it. (laughs) And as I just said, the breath helps with all of these hearts. So let's explore a breathing technique that strengthens, heals, and opens our heart. It can be done any time of the day or night and as often as you like. But because I am a habit and routine kind of gal, 
<laughs> I'm going to suggest that you do this technique at least once a day for the next week. Often the easiest time is in bed just as you're settling in for a blissful sleep. You can though practice this seated during the day or standing in a lineup out and, out and around or while you're on your walk or even seated I shouldn't say even seated in meditation. It works really well <laughs> seated in meditation. It feels though totally different laying down, seated or standing and, and that's what's interesting and that's what's fun. So be curious and open to how you experience this. Now, I do know over my many, many years of teaching pranayama, which is breath control actually, that is the, the Sanskrit translation, I like to say breath support. It's interesting because we talk about breath as being easy and accessible. At the same time, it is not easy for many people. If you've ever had your doctor say to you, oh, just learn how to relax, just breathe. It's like we tighten up when we hear this, in a sense. It's like I've tried that, I've tried breathing, or I've, um, I've noticed that my breathing is, let's say, backwards. There's a, there's a term for that in terms of paradoxical breathing where we are inhaling and the belly is going in instead of going out. And, and having work with that breath with clients over the years, it can be frustrating. And so as much as I say it is easy and accessible, it does take practice. And if we know that it takes practice, and if we know that, yes, there can be an immediate effect, we can feel relaxed right away, we can also feel frustrated sometimes. And this crosses over, you've heard me say this about meditation, and it does cross over into pranayama or breath work. But honest to goodness, it really does take practice. And knowing that whatever you're experiencing is what is, again, going on for you in your body. And it's right and it is okay. And the other phrase that I hear often with breath work is, it's just boring. It's like, isn't there something else that I can do for my health? It just feels like I'm not doing anything. And again, that comes up quite often and it's normal. But I think about this story that, co that comes from a book called Yoga Masters. It was a yoga philosophy book that was part of my yoga training. I think about it often, and perhaps maybe I've even shared this story <laughs> in another episode because I share it so often. But it describes a situation of a, of a young monk and his master working together, exploring the breath. And the young monk says to his master, so why do we have to keep doing this? It's so boring. And as the story goes, the master plunges the young monk's head into a bucket of water for 30 seconds. And as the young student comes up sputtering and gasping for air, the master says, still bored with your breath? And so every time I say it, it speaks to me. And so on that note, as we start with our breath practice for this episode, let's start with some gratitude. <laughs> 
some gratitude for the fact that we can feel the air coming in and going out. I don't take this for granted. Different scenarios, different health conditions, different times in your life when your breath is not what it normally is. And so if you can feel your breath right now, the air coming in through your nose and out through your nose, oh, just gratitude. So in whatever position you're in, okay, it could be, you could be listening to this again before bed. You might be listening to this a few times this week, which would be awesome. You might be seated, might be a little bit more difficult if you're walking, but you can still do this. Starting with both hands actually resting on your belly. Okay, so wherever that feels comfortable. Your mouth is gently closed, okay, because we want to feel the air coming in and out through your nose. This is important for our health and well being. And it does take some practice as well to have your mouth gently closed as you breathe. And we're just going to relax into this. Now, your eyes could be softly open. You might feel more relaxed with your eyes closed, but again, you can explore. You could be propped up with some pillows as well. Again, having your hands on your belly allows you to feel the gentle rising and falling. Letting your jaw relax, the muscles in your face relax, and your shoulders soften away from your ears. And as you first start, you may not feel the movement. Just wait for it. You're not taking a bigger inhalation or a longer exhalation. You're just letting your body breathe. Just letting your body breathe you. And so sometimes it takes a little bit for the breath to drop in the body. You could be feeling it more around the chest. And so just waiting for it. Now you may notice as you're just breathing your breath that as you inhale your belly is rising and as you exhale your belly is falling or if you're seated it's moving out on the inhale and back on the exhale and if it's doing the reverse just notice if you're trying to breathe sometimes when we try to take a bigger inhale or exhale and the shoulders get involved and the belly ends up kind of drawing back and we just let go wait for it it could be very very subtle and it may not actually even come on the first try let's say you may want to do this breathing practice a few times now if you are noticing that the belly is rising and you're not doing anything that's a cool thing about the breath is that it is involuntary and voluntary at the same time so you don't have to think inhale and exhale it just happens now you can take a little bit of control and this is what pranayama is which means that right now as i ask you to sip in a little bit more air on your inhale just a little more and when i say sip I actually mean with your nose. <laughs> so your mouth is still closed, you're inhaling a little more. And what I'd like you to notice is that the belly, that your belly is still gently rising on the inhale and falling on the exhale. 
And you might notice if you take in a little bit too much that the belly actually starts to draw in on the inhalation, like your shoulders and your muscles are trying to take more air in. And if that's the case, take a little less air in until you feel, again, that rhythm of your belly rising on the inhale, dropping on the exhale, and then just let your body breathe again. And if at any time you feel in the body reversing, that on the inhale, the stomach draws in, just give it a little bit of direction and really enjoy what's happening inside right now. As the diaphragm drops down and flattens out on inhale and domes up on your exhale, again, you're not having to do anything. It's helping the air out of your lungs and gently massaging the heart on each exhalation. You might even be feeling the breath a little higher, feeling a little of your diaphragm as you're inhaling and exhaling. It's moving, it's massaging, it's very internal though, and it's a process. So with each breath, you're giving your heart a gentle squeeze and a hug, connecting the physical heart, the emotional heart, slowing our breath, relaxing our body. And so I'd like you to continue with this as long as you're comfortable, allowing the breath to lull you into a sleep or to bring you into a nice relaxed state for the rest of your day. With love and hugs, until next week, namaste. If you love this episode, I guarantee you're going to love exploring all the amazing opportunities that await us in reclaiming our awesomeness together. So come on over to my Facebook group, Women's Wellness Community for Women Wanting to Rock Their Me Now Years, or let's connect over on Instagram at habitguru365 and make the Habit Guru podcast your healthy new habit.